All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. What was that? Me, you guys. Oh, I, all right, I so, get a moist mouth. All night long, all I dream about is like the mountains in my hair. So I'm ready to do some business. Damn right, we're ready to fucking do some business. Episode 305 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Remchuk. The usual cast of characters has reassembled. It's Jay, Bag Milk, Wanye, who you heard in the intro, and uh, Chalmers. Not me, though. Yeah. yeah, I heard you briefly. You went bleh. And uh, there was uh, actually last episode bagged milk we played the intro that's only bagged milk for the episode you weren't on just to remind people you still exist good thank you uh episode 305 brought to you by the hga group take your business to the next level with the hga group next generation of business services they've done wonders for us here at oilers nation they can do wonders for you as well um let's start with jay's trip to nashville hello well first of all i'm working with hga right now building out the oilers nation nation network dailyfaceoff.com limited business plan Okay. Ooh. I know half those words. That's a daunting task. So I called in the pros just so you know, another personal testimonial. I use these Whoa. guys for everything. Make my life easier. Leveling up. Got to do it. Mm-hmm. I guess that's mm-hmm. another way of saying that. Like, even if you have an established business, never hurts to revisit the old business plan. Eh? Cause uh, sounds like something most people think you have to do before you start a business, but <laughs> you're working on this shit while it's already in play. Well, you always, you, you hit different phases, right? You have your first business plan to be like, okay, hey, what am I going to do and how am I going to do it? And then as you kind of, you know, get a few years in and, and unlock those goals and objectives, you have to build out a new one and a new one. And we are having some crazy conversations these days. So we have to look professional. So HGA is there to make us do so. So when I walk into the room or I have it be a crazy Zoom call, I've got something really polished that makes us look really smart and sexy. Hmm. Smart and sexy tagline of this podcast. Yep. Hell yeah. I bring the sexy. How to bring the sexy. Yeah. So Nashville, uh, I had to go to Nashville. I had a meeting lined up with an individual and Wanya. We could like, who cares? We could talk about this guy now, right? Not a big deal. Talk about whatever you want, man. You're living the dream. Uh, Yeah. So um, we have a guy who right now is kind of acting in a mentorship role for us uh, as he's kind of building out his own thing. His name's Shannon Terry. He's uh, built up a couple interesting web properties in his, in his day, in his career. One of them being rivals.com, which is a, was a, was a college football and basketball site that was strictly in the college space. And then he, and then sold it to Yahoo and then built up something called 24 seven sports which was uh, basically every sport uh, except for hockey for both college and pro. Um, and he had recently sold out to CBS. So he's on his next iteration, but we've always been, we have a connection through to him. And he was actually, when he was talking to 
a major media network about sports to get into. They're pushing, pushing him to add hockey to the 24 seven banner. And in their discussion mentioned the nation network. And so we got connected and that's how we started talking to him. So kind of crazy. It's been a long kind of standing relationship. So anyways, he lives in Nashville. So I went down to Nashville to meet with him to kind of give him a state of the nation and get his thoughts on some things and seeing if there's something to do together in the future here. And uh, yeah. Uh, Did you so tell him about Frank kind of, Sarah Valley running the show? So I actually asked him about like, I'm like, Hey, here's like, before we had brought on Frank, I asked him like, should we go yeah. and get Frank? Like there's an For opportunity. Sure. This is crazy. I, I shared it with him and he's like, yeah, this is exactly the type of guy you need. <laughs> Cause I sent him kind of all, cause he did his little betting. He's like, you need to do this. Um, he was heavily, so, it, he was mentoring us and he didn't saying, go and get an a plus 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 person. Even yeah. if you have to spend the money, it's worth it. Cause it makes you so much more legitimate. Right. Yeah. And that's how the DFO rundown came. Right. So Wanya yeah. went to market, got Frank to come on and launch with Gregor. And that was, that was Shannon pushing us to do that. So, uh, so yeah, he's like, our, he's, he's our, he's our North star on kind of what to do in this space. And he's, he's about to build, uh, uh, another big, he's going back to his roots of college and he's, he's launching kind of a big college play here right away, uh, outside. And, and also another site that's like, a it's called outsider.com, which is like a country and outdoor living lifestyle, uh, site. And he's like signing on crazy, like names to it. Like. He's got Luke Combs coming to his office to record a podcast. Isn't going to do it, and then do a performance for everyone at the office. Oh wow! Wow! Oh, I know it's fucking wild. So he's wow. mad that we didn't meet it. He's got he wants really wants to show us his office, and he's mad that we didn't actually have the meeting at his office. We met at some crazy like rooftop restaurant um, wow, in Nashville. But uh, yeah, yeah, but it was it was super cool. Like it's like it's so surreal to like go and meet with someone who's so accomplished and like have him actually have an interest in what we're doing. Well, crazy thing about starting delicious bourbons. Yeah, the crazy thing about Shannon Terry, I think, that comes through with us is that we've been really excited, and we've known him for like what nine years. <laughs> yeah. And the first time we met him, we're like, "We're doing all this wicked shit, Oilers forever." And he was like, "I admire your passion." And then every time we've met with him since, we've shown progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he, he's taken an interest in us, which is kind of cool. So yeah. Um, yeah, well, once tra- travel permitting, I've got them convinced because they also got a like, an inkling for outdoor stuff. So I've got them convinced to come up to Edmonton to watch a hockey game. Nice. To go ice, to go ice fishing. Yes. Mm. If we can get Shannon Terry interested in hockey and working in the hockey space, he's so super talented and knowledgeable and he's done things on such crazy scale. It's like, Maybe the blogosphere would do it on their own. Probably not. But Shannon Terry's done it for so many sports on such a high level. It'd be like good for the game, I think, if he got into hockey. Truly. 100%. So we're doing our best to woo him. But he's definitely interested. I think he just likes us as like people <laughs> that are trying hard, that are passionate, similar to him. Uh, so well, it's kind of cool. There's no joke. Frank Valley, like a guy like Shannon Terry may not like know who that is, but he respects the profile of who the guy is. Well, he knows the t- the profile of people we need to to work on bring uh, work with and bring on. So he's like, he said, Frank takes all those boxes. So he was looking yeah. for an update of the Frank effect. Did you tell him about the stuff. expansion draft and how he ran the table and knew everything about oh, yeah. all once? Yeah, what did he, he say? Yeah, he's like, that's exactly what you need. The southern <laughs> accent. We had uh, we had Jordan Eberly on the DFO rundown on Friday. <laughs> okay, and sure you he- did he made a joke about uh, how, how like, how like Frank, how the hell did you get it? Everybody's like, I only told like two people, my mom and my dad, like how the hell did you figure that out? It was funny. <laughs> how oh, did man. he figure it all out? Your end check. How did he do that? He guessed. Really? No, no I'm kidding. He might, yeah, he correctly guessed all 29 yeah. nine skaters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Um, how did he do that? Like if Everly didn't tell anyone, but his mom and his dad, he got, Probably I would told us his agent would have known. Like there's 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 other kind of or someone Sarah Valley is organization. Yeah. Yeah. Does Sarah Valley have like four sources that give him ninety nine percent of his stories? Does he have like a hundred people that he stays yeah. in contact with? The second one. More of the second really? one. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Actually he, was, he got the he Kraken was... news by climbing through the vents of their new arena yep. and listening yeah, into their meeting. Yeah, he yeah. got Sometimes lower gonna go down like Mission Impossible. 
I was going to say like Ethan Hunt and Mission Impossible one. That's Frank Saravalli being lowered into the offices of the Kraken. Yeah. Um, back to Nashville. Uh, chicken tour or whatever you're doing. Yeah, doing? I need to know about the food tour because like first of all, you were doing the reviews on your Instagram. Yeah. Fuck me. Did you eat some beauty looking sandwiches and whatever? Oh God. Yeah. So I, so I was like, I'm like, okay, hey, man. I'm like, I, I have a buddy who lives down there. I'm like, I'm like, we really got to go to some hot chicken places. Cause I want to source one out for the nation vacation. of like, I want to find the institution to take people to, to like, you know, save them a lot of time. And so he's like, well, why don't we just go to a bunch? I was like, Oh my God. Okay. Well, if I do this, I gotta, I gotta kind of live blog it. So we went and did some research on like where the top fives are consulted with a couple people. There's a food show I like on Netflix called ugly delicious with uh, David Chang, who's the um, creator of, uh, I think it's Momofuku, I think is what it's pronounced um, in New York and in, in, in Vegas. So he's a really renowned chef and he's a cool dude. So I've been watching his food shows. So when he was in Nashville, that's where he went for hot chicken. Uh, so I wanted to go there. And then we were, there was a third that we were going to go to. So yeah, I went to, uh, went to the first one, which is Prince's hot chicken. And they're all different, right? Some are a sauce, some are a dry rub and, I was going in there and I don't know, I was feeling confident and I got the extra, extra hot and fuck oh, me. Suicide mission. Why? Yeah, humble, I was, I was Dracaris all over the place, breathing fire. And, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, but it was, but the thing is the chicken was good and the flavor was good. It was just really hot. But the thing I found is crushing a beer while you're eating hot chicken. Somehow that works and oh, kind of brings the melt temp down. So that, that was good. So then, uh, then we went on down to, um, to Bolton's, which is the one I saw on the show. So Bolton's is a legit, like hole in the wall dive hot chicken place, which is exactly what I was looking for. Like, I, if you look at the photos, like it's just this little roadside thing. So you go in there, cash only respect. Um, their menu is super limited. Uh, they basically tell you like order it, like order your spice at your own risk. Uh, and they do a dry rub. Uh, so we got that. And, uh, that one was an interesting situation because, uh, it was hot AF outside. So we sat inside the restaurant and, uh, while we were waiting, they were kind of slammed as you can tell it's an institution. So we were probably waiting for like 30 minutes, but she told me at the beginning that you could BYOB because they didn't sell beer. So I went to the what? gas station. Nice. Oh, what a country. Gas God bless yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. Got a, got a giant Bud Light can. Um, <laughs> Sipped on, sipped on that hot chicken came dry rub. So I didn't have to wear as much as I had to do at Prince's, which was, which was good. But meanwhile, they had like a plumber there trying to fix an issue and he's in the back. And all of a sudden, like we look kind of behind us, all this water's coming out from under this door. And like everyone from the kitchen's like running out <laughs> frantically. Oh so, no. So, so they're trying to fix it. Like, everyone's just running around. We're just like here trying to eat our chicken. So Alton's might be flooded now. Because uh, we <laughs> we ate we, we ate and got the f out, uh, and then um, so we're gonna go to the third place, uh, and this place is called Party Fowl, and uh, we got that. So it's in this area of Nashville, which is just out, uh, outside of downtown. It's called the Gulch, and the Gulch is like an up and coming. Like Nashville, in the last like ten years, has gone through like the same transformation as Dubai, like just crazy construction, crazy everything. And so Party Fowl is in this new area, so. It was packed. So it was packed and parking because of all the construction around was like, it was, it was not there. So we're, we're struggling to try to find parking. And then I tripped over and found third man records, which is, um, what the fuck? Jack that White's, was crazy. Yeah. Which is Jack White's uh, yeah. store and studio. So I was like, wow. Oh, cool in there. Did you get uh, any so merch and shit? Did you get a couple get of pieces merch. of vinyl? I got a couple of pieces of vinyl. I've got a white stripe. So I got a white nice. stripes vinyl uh, of, so it's, it, it's an album of their Canadian tour. So I felt like Sick. that was really on brand. That's something I had yeah. to get. It's called like the Northern lights, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, and then I got uh, father John Misty, um, uh, a record that was recorded well done. in the, in the, uh, in the studio there, uh, well done. but super cool room. I know I'm coming back. I'll buy some merch there. Um, gotta later, get a but, shirt. Uh, gotta get a, gotta get a magnet. Yeah. So then, so, but all of a sudden, like I, I just ate two full meals of chicken and I was trying to go like the small, like there's no, <laughs> no such thing as small portion. I wondered, so I then, wondered about this and the heat so too. Then, yeah. Oh, and also it's so fucking hot down there. It's so humid. It's so humid. Oh. So 
I, we tried to take another swing of party foul. Can't find a parking place. It's lined up through the, the around the block. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I know I got to try to get a third place in, but I'm like, we'll just call it. But party foul does look like a good time. It's, I think it's party got foul. a little bit more of a. You get it, bag milk? Party I foul? like the play on words there. Yep. Oh, oh is that good? Yeah, yeah. I get it's it. Really yeah. So it, it was, <laughs> it, it's supposed to be higher rank, but uh, we'll see. So if I was going to say right now, the, I, I, unfortunately, I really was really hoping Bolton's was going to be the one, but right now Prince's is king. But I was posting about it, and it was funny how many people were commenting about like, like loving that I'm doing that, but like telling me about how good Prince's is. <laughs> and don't let people fool you. Hattie B's is also an institution, but they've gone corporate. So are these all chicken go, joints? Go off the strip. Yeah, yeah, they're all hot chicken joints. So Hattie B's would be like, would probably be really synonymous with Nashville. And they used to yeah. be like a one, they used to be like a one location destination that was near, you know, basically we got the idea for Little Brick, that losers and winners pub that are in the houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nashville? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's right beside there. So I've gone there once and it was good, but now Hattie B's has gone corporate and now they've got like a location right on Broadway and this new building and good for them for growing. But for I'm sure. looking for like that, that like, one and one gritty, and one, yeah. The gritty mom, pa, like little cash machine chicken, joint. <laughs> yeah. And uh, place that's, and, place and, that's flooding because uh, they have bad plumbing, yeah. That's the donair of Nashville, right? Yeah, like yeah. Nashville's yeah. known for that. When you go to Nashville, you eat hot chicken, hot chicken, and barbecue because Memphis is big for barbecue, so Nashville's mm-hmm. got a barbecue scene too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I, we, we focused on hot chicken. The first go around and not great for operation. Keep it tight though. I imagine. So I've learned something. So I made the mistake, uh, cause I wanted to keep it consistent. So I, I thought I was ordering the smallest thing possible, which was the, was like the quarter breast and leg combo. And the fact they said it was a quarter, I'm like, that's what it is. So the issue with that is that like, it's, you got to work to get some of the meat out of it. Right. And so, which worked really good at Prince's because they're like, it was like, you know, it's very saucy, it's moist, it's this. Where at Bolton's, it's a dry rub, dry chicken. So it kind of, it, it, it kind of hinders it. So the, where the real magic is at in, in the hot chicken world is you got to go for the chicken tenders. Tenders, like a chicken finger? Yeah, like essentially their version of chicken fingers with their breading, their mm-hmm. rub or sauce or whatever. Because someone i was with was getting that and i kept having like fuck that's the move but to be true to the review i wanted to keep getting the same thing at the same place Mm -hmm. i just started with the wrong thing learned a lot and you're gonna take this knowledge with you on a nation vacation down to nashville oh yeah i've got uh i've got no one starting from zero on that trip they're gonna use that uh, knowledge that you gained yep Yep. i've got the uh i've got the itinerary in mind um so, and I'm going to be going out. It's funny enough. It's, it's funny because Shannon Terry lives down there and that's where he's going to like, if we're meeting him, that's where you got to go. But I might be also going back down to national October for uh, uh, a birthday party. If travel permits. So I'll be doing I, some more reconnaissance. I also went to a restaurant that I would like to tell you about. It's in the same kind of vein. Uh, I went to a place. I was in Okotoks this weekend for a baseball tournament. And I'm wondering if any of you guys have ever heard of a restaurant just in uh, just outside of Okotoks called the Big Sky Barbecue Pit? No. No, go on. I love barbecue. Sounds amazing. So this place is, if you've ever seen like, you know, Tennessee or Kentucky style barbecue joints on any of those TV shows, like one maybe yes. David Chang has been to, they've got those long drum smokers, right? They're huge, mm-hmm. like seven propane tanks wild, wired or welded together. Well, this place had one of those, and it was unbelievable. It, the atmosphere there was great because you're on the side of the highway, and you're in the kind of the middle of nowhere, and it's like farmer's fields all around. Yet What's it called? This- I'm writing this shit down. I'm writing yeah, this me down. Too. What is it called? Big Sky Barbecue Pit in Okotoks, Alberta. Now, how come you couldn't and, put up stories like Jay, you jackass? Well, I, you know, I don't have to tell everybody what I'm doing every second of my life. So. Well, no, but it'd be nice if you did for those of us who wanted to know. I would love to know what this looks like. But you're an I'm asshole. Just I'm Fucking... just kidding. There. I, you know what? I, it's, it's a good question because I probably should have because this place was that cool. But, like, 
It's outside. It's got great atmosphere. They've got like loud music playing. It's a place you would find in like a Nashville. Remember when we were in Kansas City, Jer, and there was that little district that we were in? The Water and, and Light. light. Oh, power the light. water and light district. Yeah, that it reminds me of a place that was in there, and it was just cool to be there. But like on Highway, fuck, whatever two or whatever that is, that's where you know, right outside of Okotoks. And so, but this like the, the the platters that you could get, man, there was so much meat, and we did it in between two of our baseball games. We had a doubleheader that day, and so we played our first game, and then we went to this place. And I'm not totally sure that was the best idea, having to play, like having to go to a second baseball game, um, because I had the meat sweats. I know the other coaches had the meat sweats. The kids, they handled a lot better than we did because we spanked the team afterwards. But um, it was pretty cool. If anybody's ever been there, you'll love it. If you're ever driving like through Calgary, obviously it's south of Calgary. Okotoks is like, I think, 20 minutes outside of Calgary uh, going south. So I'm not really sure why you would go there unless you were going to Okotoks or, you know, driving to like Lethbridge or something. But it was one of the cooler places. And it just reminded me because, yeah, like the places you were posting, these hole in the wall, like chicken places in Nashville just really reminded me of that place. What place in Edmonton would kind of be similar to uh, a place that you went to in Nashville? Yes, thank you, your Amtrak. Yeah, Oodle Noodle. Uh, thank you. Northern Chicken. Northern Chicken. Northern Chicken's like a good chicken because they got Nashville hot chicken there. So they're the best. They're they're the best in Edmonton for that genre of chicken. Oodle Noodle before we got involved would have been one of those places, but now it's got corporate. Yeah, but in Jay's words, well, you guys have gone corporate now. Too we have places. gone corporate, thankfully. We went to Laddie Beach. You know what's better than having one noodle restaurant, You know what's better than one noodle restaurant, Chalmers? 15. Yeah. Oh, two 15. factories. Two factories. <laughs> so busy month coming up, boys. We got. I don't know what we still need to talk about chicken or anything, but that golf tournament is creeping up on us. Yep. She sold right out. out. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm. it's two weeks away so holy shit so we've got uh i think i think we're gonna i think i think it's gonna be fun it, it is always fun but i think uh hgh getting really involved in it uh and gonna make sure and a lot of our other partners uh are activating the course so there'll be a lot of good stuff there'll be some good food there'll be some tastings some drink holes some some silliness. Strippers? Uh, should be. Strippers? Three hole-in-one hole no. prizes? We have, so, yeah, we're going to have the Nation Truck. So Sherwood Ford is going to put up the Nation Truck again uh, for the hole-in-one prize. So please don't win. I love Am that. Yeah, I you walk away from the tournament if someone wins that prize? Do you leave in an Uber? <sighs> <laughs> I guess I have to. And I have to pay for the Uber. <laughs> he came in his truck double, and he went over in an kick. Uber. I would love to see it. I was at uh, I was at the Sherwood Ford hole a couple years ago at the tournament, and I think somebody landed within three, four feet of a hole in one. I would love nothing more than to see somebody win it this yeah. year. That's what I I'm know. doing. I, I'm gonna be posting I up joke, at the Sherwood Ford hole. I joke that I don't want someone to win it, but I there's I think there's no better storyline than someone from the nation a citizen. Imagine Chalmers truck. won it and Chalmers won your <laughs> truck with his first hole in one. I actually had a dream last night that I sank my first ever hole in one. Um, but so the thing about my golf game is I'm terrible with my irons. Like I'm very, very bad. I can't get distance with my irons, but I'm usually pretty accurate. So I always just like, even if it's like a 130 yard par three, I always very highly tee up my five iron and just lightly whack it. I mean, if I have to clear water, I'm fucked, but most of the time I'm okay. And in my dream, I got my hole in one and I refused to tell anyone or post about it because I was too embarrassed about the fact I used a five iron. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I would like to win the truck. Winners write the history books. If you get a hole in one, you can say you had a lob wedge. Yeah. Good point. Do you guys see Frank Cervalli got his first ever hole in one the other day? Oh, Chalmers. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one down, eh? Yeah. I was actually texting. I was texting back and forth with frank because i he's, he was responding to my my call to action for hot chicken oh, he nice. was telling me where to go and we're going back and forth and then and then i was asked then i then i asked him a work question and then his reply was you're gonna have to hold on i just got a hole in one <laughs> <laughs> um anyways that all ties in nicely because frank saravalli will be at uh, the oilers nation open and if frank saravalli wins the nation truck 
does he have to drive it all the way back down to Philly? Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Yes. And we don't. That is impressive it. to me that he's coming here for the golf tournament. That's sick. Yeah. Um, so but the on, golf tournament is going to be a ton 20, of fun. On the 23rd, for those who couldn't get a team, Gregor is going to be auctioning off uh, the, a two-son real play with uh, Frank and him. And Gregor's not a big golfer, right? No, he's a golfer. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not a bad golfer. Yeah, right. he, gets, he, yeah. he gets it around. Yep. Okay. Frank's pretty good, though. Um, Wait, you you got to keep bringing up Frank, and it just keeps making me think about last uh, week's podcast. And, like, you obviously got Frank Cervelli as a, as a, a high point in your – hiring career but our interview on thursday with caroline was a was another high point for you guys and congratulations on getting her she's a real man she's a real one that one she's she was great and uh i think she's gonna do some really cool things for you guys um too bad you guys weren't here to uh welcome her but uh yeah I think for the could, record i, I was with wanye jr i was with wanye jr <laughs> at the doctor's office yeah. and it yeah. was going overtime that place was bumping it was like oh, all the little babies know. hadn't been to the doctor. I didn't know I was going to be sent as the uh, welcoming committee for your new hires, but uh, hey, man, we're on the internet, Charles. One day you're the janitor, the next day you're the CEO. That's how it goes online. Life moves well, fast. And, and to be fair for myself, we were supposed to have her on on Monday by design because I knew it was away on Thursday. So I tried to chime in. My phone down there was working. You so were the biggest show killer in that moment I have ever yeah, seen. It was, it was absolutely brutal. He comes in on the golf course. A, we can't hear him. B, he's just like, he's not answering us. But when he does talk, it sounds just awful. It was hilarious. And I was just like, that's your boss. (laughs) The phone, oh, my phone down there was so whack. I want, and that's the thing, I wanted to show face. Because Caroline came on, I wanted to be respectful and show and jump on, and I fucking. Well, you were respectful, all right. Felt really good. Felt really good. (laughs) I I cleaned it up a little bit in the actual like posted podcast, so like the people listening, maybe aren't serious, but it was still pretty bad. It was still I I didn't clean it up that much. You literally all the awkwardness in. I literally thought to myself, Chalmers, oh fuck, who's gonna be there then? Ah, Chalmers will be all right. (laughs) Chalmers was actually really good. I would say that's one of Chalmers' best podcast performances to date. You're strong oh, in the game, Chalmers. Chuck, that's very nice. Very, very nice. No, I, she, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a big, um, uh, like to show how just good she is at this. It was very easy to talk to her, and like the conversation flowed exactly like anywhere we want, and she wasn't like a stranger to just talking nonsense with us, and so it was great. But. Yeah, when she was given like just insight of what she was wanting to do, and so, you know, she was just great. It was. What's it was the very game easy, plan, Jay? So, what are you guys gonna do for content with Caroline? Uh, well, we're we haven't nailed that. Like, it's there's gonna be a ton of stuff, right? So it's bringing her into the the mix of the current stuff that we're doing. She's got a master's in journalism, so she'll be we're doing some writing. We want her to come and get involved in the podcast. There might be a whole other podcast she launches we want to get her in on the game day content creation from a video point of view um for to kind of like i I guess like a pregame pregame show kind of uh because she's got hockey chops right and she also she's 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 legit legit, man she's connected connected to leafs nation too right so there's there's a lot of content opportunities there she's going to work with waz on tiktok uh, and help on the tiktok side of things but there's going to be a lot of front-facing um, professional stuff from her. She's going to come and help uh, host uh, the golf tournament uh, on uh, on the 26th there. So her and Josh Sick. will be driving around, videoing around, creating stuff. Like, she understands content, and she knows, like yeah. – she knows like she knows her stuff so she's yeah. going to be bring looking at the nation and bringing those elements to it right so something that we're missing uh and it's it's a great voice to add to the team so like i said when i first when i first met with her i'm like like she just screams nation and she's like crazy got a crazy resume right as well and the fact yeah. that she lives in edmonton like, yeah this is this is a no-brainer she's so nice that's what i like about her she's super nice yeah, she was no, so yeah, she no. was so jacked up to be on the pod too. Like she was texting me a couple of days in advance, being like, "I'm so excited." Then even after the pod, she's like, "That was so much fun. It was great." And I'm like, "Yeah, you are I fired mean, up." I don't. I don't think it should be <laughs> overlooked either. I don't think it should be overlooked either that like a female voice is a welcome addition to you know a lot of male voices in in this uh, space that you guys have, right? So that's another thing that was a huge plus. I think it's awesome. 
I mean, yeah, I think I media in general is starting to, I mean, this kind of goes without saying, but like, I even think about baseball, right? Where like, there's so many strong female reporters in baseball that I've started to notice popping up like way more than I would have noticed 10 years ago. And not just like whatever, like in the mainstream, I think it's awesome. I think in all sports, I think in all sports, yeah. but like hockey, you know what I mean? Like, Hockey's I mean, there's not a lot of opportunity, not a lot of opportunity for like real good sideline reporting when it comes to like hockey games. Cause obviously at a baseball field, you know, in a football field is a little easier. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, that's good. Yeah. Carolyn's going to be real, that's really good. And she knows her hockey team. She was talking, uh, she, we were picking her brain a little bit about Zach Hyman, what he brings to the Oilers. So if you missed that conversation, uh, go back episode 304 with Caroline Schved. And I think I got that right. I struggled you with did. it throughout the entire podcast. Um, all right. Before we keep moving on here, got to give some love to an advertiser. And that is DoorDash. You hear them in the intro all the time. And the promo code, once again, to take full advantage of our new par- partnership with DoorDash. Ding dong. Promo code real life DD. Download the app, use that code, gets you 25% off and no delivery fee on your first order. So go check out our friends at DoorDash. I'm speaking- I got Oodle Noodle on DoorDash. Sorry to interrupt your intro. Hell yeah. And there's a deal 99 cents for delivery. That was it. Uh, this is also the halfway point of the podcast. And I notice as we're recording that surveyor Brett is hammering me with requests to play the intro he made, which is actually pretty funny. Um, so I'm going to play that now as like a halfway point. I will play Surveyor <laughs> Brett's homemade intro and we are going to like restart he's the work in, man. I know, he's, also, he's also been accusing you of ducking him now for weeks. Really? Intros. Absolutely. There's memes too. I was on vacation for like 10 days. All right. Anyways, uh, Surveyor Brett's He's been uh, ducking you, intro. Brett. Once it loads. Come on. Here we go. To a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts, and delivered by DoorDash. How's he gonna fit it in his mouth? Like get it my in there. Oh, I, All right, I so. get a moist mouth. Fuck me, you guys. <laughs> my balls are smooth. You think you, you think you can just like turn on a switch and go into zero gravity? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know that. I mean, fuck, who doesn't know that? You hold it in your hands and you turn it on and it gets going. What is that? Why not get weird? Okay. Everybody, Brad, crowbar and everything. Oh, wow, this is long. I want to get banged up in costume and go watch darts. Okay. There you go. That's Surveyor Brett's uh, homemade. There you have it. Remember Brett putting the work in. Yep. That's like 45 seconds. Brett, it's too long. We can't play that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Also, again, I have three intros, but Brett, I do appreciate it. That was very good. Keep sending Uh, your intros way out of the air, though. I respect the fact that he got it on the air. The system works. Just keep sweating everybody nonstop and eventually you get what you want in life. If you are listening to this and you have an intro, send it to Tyler at OilersNation.com, but also CC me, bagmilk at OilersNation.com. I'll make sure Tyler doesn't duck you. Uh, and the I, lesson that ba- that he just learned, all surveyor Brett, is if you keep forcing your M truck to do shit, eventually you too can have an eight minute <laughs> intro whose audio <laughs> levels go up and down like a roller coaster, it's, smack yeah, dab in yeah, the middle yeah. of the show. Yeah, I got I a question. It. And when the person turns their mic back on, I'm gonna get their feedback. But Jay, are you doing a COVID test right now? Uh, okay, so there's a story behind this. He was down in Nashville. Um, he got randomly selected to, uh, he got randomly selected to be a part of this like test group. And he has to like go on a video call and prove that he's doing this COVID test and like show them during the, the show he's doing this. Well, so he Just said it like eight, thing. he said at eight, a, at 8 a.m. He was like 16,000th in line to do this thing. And then before we started recording, he was like 200. So he was like, I might need to hop on at some point and well, do a COVID this is test. what real life is, people. This is yeah, real I wish fucking we, life. I just wish we could get the video of him jamming that thing in his nose. I'd like he to do a did. commentary. He, just, he showed oh. us for like it was it was not it was like knuckle deep in his nose, and then he pulled it out, and then he put his camera back to his ceiling. You know what that means? <laughs> we have video of that like saved. We recorded it. Let's yeah, put that did. in the intro. Jay getting the old brain banana. Yep. Um, send us a tweet or comment on an Instagram post if you want us to post the video of Jay getting a COVID test. And I'm even not totally good. What? No, I was going to say, and even mm-hmm. if Jay doesn't want it posted, if enough people say it, a la Surveyor Brett, it'll get done. I'm not totally sure that I could do that to my own nose. Like, how like, far do you got to like, go in? 
well till it hits fuck. resistance then you push you hard and there's a pop and then that's when you've hit gray matter yeah that's <laughs> have you not have you not had a covid test in the nostril bag milk no sir thing? nope I went, I've Dude, gone through is. this whole pandemic so far without getting a single COVID test. Me neither. I don't like leave my it house. It touches man. your brain. Yeah. It feels like it touches your brain and it makes your eyes water so bad and your nose sting. I got it sure once. I, I never want to get one again. Never again. Man alive. I'm, I consider myself very fortunate. I mean, knock on, uh, knock on wood that I have found a way to avoid that whole system. I have not had you know, a close call. People are traveling more, and I'd like to know maybe some more stories of Jay's actual traveling. But I stayed at a, um, a hotel for the first time in a year um, this weekend, and I missed a hotel life. But there is a mm-hmm. few things that I don't miss about it. People have definitely uh, forgotten elevator etiquette: uh, who gets on, who gets off first, and what do you mean? Uh, moving, moving in. Maybe the they never knew it to begin with, Jomers. Maybe they never knew it to begin. With. Are, are, are you saying like? Doors open, they instantly go in without allowing the exit. Is that what we're talking yes. about? Yes. I mean, that's just elevator 101. That's something you learn at birth, basically, right? <laughs> yeah. You let the people get off, and then you get on. And that was not happening this weekend. And people, I don't know if it's just that people are being extra cautious and don't want other people in the elevator, but, man, those doors would open, and there'd be a lot of room, and that person would be standing right at the door, not letting you in. <laughs> You're just like, uh. That okay, also drives me. Next one? That also drives me crazy with the LRT when people do that. Mm. Yeah. Jay, how was your COVID test? What was that all about? Oh, so I got on my way back from the States. I got randomly selected to do a home test. So I've been on, I've been on this website portal since like 830 in the morning waiting for that to happen. And of course it happens right during the. So what they watched the, you administer it? Yeah, they watch you and walk you through the steps. So I had to, had to shove the swab up. She's like, gotta go oh. further and further. Now it's oh. 15, 15 seconds in each nostril up there, and I had to twist it. Oh. Oh. Just, oh, Are you hurting right now? Uh, I heard that I little mean, sniffle. That was I would feel yeah. the hot be, chicken. Just think of the hot chicken. That made me, me feel fragile, man. I, I don't like the fact that you have to do it to your own nose. Is it's the weirdest thing. I know it was, it was mean. So how far are we going up there? Like what? I haven't gotten a so, test. We're talking about. I I've gotten, um, I have gotten one, uh, earlier on into COVID maybe last summer and they didn't make me go as high as that one. Like that, that one I got, <laughs> that one I got, uh, holy cow. Uh, Party that foul. Was, that, yeah, that was Party nuts. foul. Oh. Um, yeah, it was nuts. I don't like so that. Since we're since we're clearly lacking on things to talk about right now, um, maybe it's a good time <laughs> for some Big Brother. That was hard. <laughs> I'm not caught up. And, I thought uh, we were having a nice chat. What are you talking yeah. about? There's there actually is stuff to talk about. Well then, let's go. Get the fuck out of here, Big Brother. Well, there was also a guy on Instagram who said I should talk less, so I've been trying to talk less today. Oh wow, that, was <laughs> that guy. Who? What was his name? Yeah, I don't know. Give him a shout out. You don't remember the name of your mortal enemy? No, I don't. But he was very mean to me, and it hurt my feelings. Well, you and... know what? Whoever you are, fuck you. How's that sound? No one he just power like that. Yeah, he just needs me. to know that words hurt, man. And that's no, what I'd say. Like him to know. If we're gonna have hurtful words out there, I want them read on the podcast, please, so we can all enjoy them. Thank you. Um, well, no one else on. is allowed to be mean to your M check and tell me talks so much except for me. Mm-hmm. Where, fuck where off! You, I don't even remember what post it was on. Um. You didn't delete it? Oh, no, there it is. Some guy on Instagram was like... Why did you delete it? Why would you leave that (laughs) shit up there? It is. It's left up there. Delete and block, boy. The guy, you never hear from him again. I don't give a shit. Um, This guy said, 12 minutes in and I miss Liam. He's way better than Tyler. And then he went on... I'm sorry. That was actually... I wrote that review. That was me. I apologize. (laughs) Um, But this guy... What's his name? This guy went on to say that, like, um, he didn't know what my... Or, like, my job description isn't to host the pod. It's to produce it which isn't entirely true or isn't really nope. true at all. Um, and then he went on to say that I'm a whiny entitled millennial, which also isn't true. I'm not in the age range to be a millennial. Um, are you not going to deny the whiny entitled part too separately? Or are you just, no, that is, I'm 100% whiny and entitled. That's not in the question, but millennials factually incorrect. Uh, what is this? What's this guy's name? What's his, yeah. what's his handle? 
I'm not going to out him on the pod. He doesn't. Why? He doesn't I want to know. Don't make me look he, it up myself. If you go to Yell? the post, if you go to the no. post, that no, that was time. Jose right, Canseco and J Lo. You, you want daddy to do one. it? Daddy will do it for you. Hang on one second, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, good God. I didn't want out this guy. That wasn't in. That wasn't my intention. I out to... this guy. He left his name. He wrote his own name on the graffiti wall of life. That is Insta. There's no anonymity in this shit. I don't see it. Hmm. Maybe hmm. it's on the it's on the post about J Lo and Jose Canseco and A Rod the T shirt. Hey, that was a great T shirt, by the way. That, that was, was a funny T shirt. I would wear that. Maybe the guy has you blocked, Big Milk. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, see, because he's a dick. I don't know about that. Well, um, if Bag Milk blocked him, it means he's being a jerk. He also went on to like imply that I'm not accountable for my performances on the podcast, which is also like a weird thing to say. Like, what would that what? even entail? Yeah, where we all sit down and decide who did a good job and never where we sit down and prep, never. <laughs> shit just doesn't Jay happen. Jay's got a swabble of a COVID test live. We can't yeah, talk that, that shit is, for months. Yeah. That's real life. Yeah. So I got the and we'll bag, still do more shows. Dang. That's disgusting. Um, I'm for the block. Fact, fun fact. Ooh. I traveled. Did anyone watch the show Working Moms? No. <laughs> Anyone's ever seen? No, no one's seen big, it. Oh. Big Working Moms guy. You know, I I I chatted and sat uh, uh, one row behind uh, one of the ladies from Working Moms. I got a question about traveling. Like, just the general. I haven't been to an airport since we came back from Vegas. What was the general? Just you're moving through. Is it different, or is it just kind of basically the same, but everybody's masked up? Like, what's what's going on so- at the airport? So I, I flew, um, cause I had hot dog and I was taking them camping to Saskatchewan. I flew to Saskatchewan last summer. Uh, and it was weird. Uh, just the airport was weird. Everything was weird. Um, now this time around, it felt, it felt more normal. So everyone's wearing masks, um, definitely like more protocols to kind of go through, but, um, it, uh, it, it, you know, the, the vibe in the airport uh, and just kind of the amount of people moving around is it felt more normal. Hmm. Except for just, like I said, a couple of extra like steps to take. And Smashville bounced back because it's Nashville. Oh, Smashville right. is, is, uh, Actually normal. Yeah. yeah. Don't give well, a fuck. Full, well, full disclosure. I, well, fuck, I don't know if I should say this, but I will. On my way down to Nashville, I didn't get, I didn't get asked about COVID once. Really? Wow, I, I I had to t- I had to take a test before I went down. No one asked to see it. I just whatever. I'm like okay, well I was prepared, and then I had to go get a test while I was there, uh, and that was fine. Um, and then it, you load all your documentations and and whatnot in your uh, Arrive Can app, and you uh, when you load it all in, you get like this like confirmation number, and you show it to the border guard. They ask you a few questions, and then they basically ask to see your stuff all over again. You show it to them. And then they put a random sticker on your passport, and that sticker tells you if you're going home with a test or not. Shit, random. Now, important random. question: Drink at the Chili's or no? Well, so here's the thing, man. I had yeah. So yes, the answer is yes. So oh, my flight. I, so the only way to get to Nashville is I had to take a red eye. So it's Wednesday, twelve thirty flight departure. I show up at the airport at like eleven thirty. Uh, go through. And walk to my gate just to see where it is. And my fucking flight's delayed till 2 a.m. No, that's the worst. The reddest and, eye. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. So, <laughs> and and, and the, so the shitty thing was, is that the, 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 the Chili's wasn't staying open till 2. So I um, went in there to watch some Olympics. I had a beer. Uh, I actually had two beers. Uh, and I think, I think I got to hang in there for about an hour and I still had some time to kill. So I just literally went to a corner and laid down to try to get some sleep <laughs> and slept for like 45 minutes. And then I was on the plane fight to, to get to sleep. But the thing that that fucking did is I only had like two, two forty-five uh, in Toronto to connect to my another flight. And the thing with the thing with getting to Nashville I, I took two different airlines. So I, bo- I booked my return flight Air Canada to Toronto. And then I booked a WestJet flight return from Toronto to Nashville. So uh, my, my tickets weren't connected. So I go and land. And I'm like, okay, I'm walking to connections, not paying attention, not paying attention. They keep saying like gate, this is where gate E is or whatever the hell gate I'm going to or gate A. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I looked at my ticket. doesn't say what gate it is. I'm like, ah, whatever. 
I'm like basically almost through the point of no return. And I look and I'm like, I just want to check and see where my flight is to see if it's on time. Cause like, I, I only have like 45 minutes now that I land because my flight was two hours delayed. And I look and my flight's not on the fucking, on the um, board, on the departure, on the board. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, there's two terminals here. And I go look at my ticket. It says terminal three. And I'm like, shit. So I had to run back out of the connections world I was at, run and then get onto a train to connect to terminal three. And so it ended up, thank God the customs line was as short as it was. I was like, I I got there with like five minutes to spare to make my flight to Nashville. What is a uh, flight to Nashville look like? Is it a Tyler approved less than six hour flight? Yes, it's 225. Nice. You're golden, buddy. Nice. Yeah, from Toronto. Are there any Karens or Boomers from Edmonton? If you were to go straight to from Edmonton to Nashville, Uh, I bet you you could fly there in four hours. Oh, we're good. Just under the wire, Tyler. No problem. Almost had the bail. I'm doing. I'm doing some recon. I'm doing some recon on chartering planes to Nashville. So, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking (laughs) the the Vegas trip. We do like we don't charter a plane because you don't need to. Um, So I think we do like a smaller group, like fifty seventy five, and I think we try to do like a hundred people to Nashville and charter a plane. Can you imagine the let's go Oilers chant we can get going on our own chartered plane? Whew. Oh man. We can do the way how, also yeah. how quiet the flight home will be. Just dead <laughs> oh. silence. Yeah, it'll be a ghost town. So I'm uh, I'm seeing some so yeah, I'm seeing some numbers. So I'm learning a lot about the 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 uh, charter game. And I'm going to share this with you. I'm going to share my pain with you. So because uh it's not like a direct flight already. What you have to do is you have to, when you charter a plane, they have to, they will fly you down, but then that plane has to go and fly back into like the mainline rotation. So it's got to yeah. go back into service somewhere. So it's got to fly back out to somewhere and you've got to pay for that empty flight. Ooh. Wow. And then you got to pay for the empty flight to come back in to pick you up. Because we're not, because we're there for like a few days, they have to put the plane back to work. Like if we're in and out in 24 hours, I'm sure that you just leave the plane there and say, so that that's getting factored into that a bit, but it's still, it's still not that crazy. <laughs> so anyways, I'm working through the numbers. I'm working through the numbers. The big thing about natural is the hotels won't be cheap. Well, if you need any help with that math, you know, our boy Tyler here is just, prepared to help yeah, I'll, I'll give them a crunch some numbers but i think there's a really so, i feel like now since nashville's a place and a lot of people have been to people have been to yeah. uh, vegas i feel like that's the one that we go a little bit deeper Nashville's on. sick i can't yeah, wait i've never been to nashville it's, it's the like, best i'm it's so, so excited fun. and that's a year away or less than 10 months away yeah yeah <laughs> so that's why i'm like okay so the air travel so we're, we would be paying a premium to charter versus we could just get a bunch of tickets and go the milk run right uh route but do you feel people would pay a small premium to go direct? I think so. I do. Cause I just even think of when we came back from Vegas the last time, you know, and you had, yeah. you had this, we had that layover in Calgary and everybody's just like, God, I wish this was direct. You know, I think yeah. they would pay a little bit more. I feel, like, yeah, I feel like outside of the trip, you're kind of like, Oh no, let's save some money. But then like, you actually thank yourself once it happens. Like Beg Milk said with the stop in Calgary, like I would have paid a couple hundred bucks to have not had that moment in my life. Yeah. yeah. Like it'll probably be like a 250 to $300 premium. Oh, wow. To charter. Oh, wow. I think, I think, yeah. That's if it gets you I'm straight finding. both ways. I mean, that's going to take 200 bucks off your gambling back, budget though, Tyler. I've only heard back from one, um, one airline. So we'll see. We'll see. How Are goes. there casinos in Nashville? Uh, <laughs> you know you no. can bet on that game somehow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can. I can always find somewhere to bet. But I was just wondering if there were casinos because I know some <laughs> states don't have them. Yeah. Uh, we're like actually getting close to an hour here already, which is pretty wild. Um, podcast flying by. Didn't talk any hockey, but I'm okay with that actually. Um, I'm for Ville Block. I brought it up earlier. Big news there. Oh, mm. large news. We got our occupancy permit today. Let's go. That means we're allowed to <laughs> occupy the building. The building's been deemed acceptable. Now, does this mean, because I've been tricked at numerous times throughout this entire process into thinking we were done. It's like, oh, we got our occupancy. Yeah. Oh, but it's like one of 10 occupancies. It just means well, that our permit yes. occupancy with respect to blah, blah, blah. What does today's so, permit mean? 
So this is the base building occupancy, which now means that the tent, so dog patch and bread and butter can now apply for theirs. It's like a domino effect. Yes. So was today's, did the, do you know if the fireplaces were involved in today's inspection, Jay? Um, I don't think so. I don't think they needed to be. Okay. That's the highest level of fuckery right now. Your M check on the Umprevale block is that the whole thing may be held up because the fireplaces required for the third floor Airbnbs are held up due to COVID. It could be that those fireplaces hold the entire thing from opening up. No, I don't even like the office spaces. No, no, we're good. We're We're good. good We're good now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So now we go through the process. So now, we are getting all of our, we almost, we, we're missing one final inspection on dog patch or bread and butter. I don't know which part of the, the kitchen. There's a gas inspection that needs to be done because um, mm-hmm. we had to, we had to move a gas line. So that's mm-hmm. happening. So that happens once that's done. Um, that's the last permit needed to apply for all the main floor occupancy. So nothing, nothing's like nothing on the third floor is holding that up. And soon as what? Wait. Nation HQ 4.0? 4.0 yeah 5.0 remember you had the brief uh homestead oh yeah oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they level. Were in there. can we go through can you take me through the homes to yeah, the well, hqs yeah well i guess i guess you could say the first home was the condo one and i lived in well yeah, i remember i remember going in there once and it was uh it, you guys still had igniter tickets going on in the one room and there was just stacks of tickets everywhere <laughs> Yeah. Well, we had there, uh, but we started it out when we were, I was still living in my parents' house and we started Oilers Nation for fuck's sake. Yeah, I can remember fair. like working in my parents' downstairs office, slaving away. Yeah. And then, yeah. so is that 1.0? I don't know. Like our first real office was in the Makasham Lofts on 109th yeah. Street and like 103rd Ave. That's where we, I went uh, my first day. I didn't know yeah. that we had moved to the Fountain Tire, and that's where I showed up, and I was like, why is nobody here? <laughs> we, we bought it because we could, but we had no need for it whatsoever. It was a very strange <laughs> operation. It was <laughs> way too big a space, but we could buy it, so we bought it. Yeah. And then we just had, like, two desks in there in this big, empty space, but it was in this old, like, building with brick pillars. Like, or We wood, never, wood ever went shit. there, ever. So, but what happened, which was super great for us, is that our neighbor was expanding, their business expanding, and he walked over and he's like, I need to buy your space. And we're like, thank God. Yes. <laughs> it is an albatross for us at this moment. Yes. Yes. So that so, technically uh, we could call that what? 2.0? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then from there, we, when we sold, we moved into, so on 105th Street and 2nd Ave, uh, there's a fountain tire. Mm-hmm. And in there, there's this, like, there's this like other side to it that where there's like a hairstylist, Louise, who mm-hmm. is our, who, who, who was our guard dog, our paramour, great haircuts too. love Louise. Soft good, touch on the back skeleton. when you left mild Fair, sexual yeah. harassment at all times in receiving. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we took up, we took the office space there and, and uh, they did always smell like tires. Always, it always smell, always smell like tires. Our like bathrooms were on in, uh, in the fountain tire side, but we always got to drink their coffee, which was great, um, and that was good. They would be uh, doing stuff in their like garage, their back of that, but because where our like kitchen was, or for lack of where we kept all the nation gear at that point, the roof didn't, the, the wall didn't go all the way to the roof, so they would be doing shit in that back bay or whatever, and just dust would be pouring into our oh, yeah. all the oh, time. Yeah. floor to ceiling windows so we're in a fishbowl on the one side yeah Uh, it was cold as fuck in the winter reeked of tires uh but you know it was a good little zone then little brick came to be we found little brick bought it did a big renovation to kind of restore it and bring it back to life to open up the cafe and also set up our offices up there meanwhile still holding the lease for for um for the uh, fountain tire zone and we went and put it to market to sublease it. We ended up subleasing that space to Uber. No so big we were deal. Uber, we were Uber's landlord. That felt cool. Um, and then turned Little Brick into Nation HQ. And then briefly. That's where I am moved, right now. That's where you are right now. That's where I am. I'm right underneath you. And then brief, brief stint at Homestead. We went the co-working space route. Realized if we, were, we were growing too fast for it. So and we, we were then, way too loud. And we were way too, exactly. We're a content company. So then we brought it back into Little Brick. 
Uh, and I think that was all good for the squad. And now we're moving two blocks down the street to Umperville block and hopefully taking over that whole floor. Yeah. And a fucking right palace. Away, but we're I've, never moving again. Cool. I have two things. Uh, one, can someone hit me up with a photo of the first ever nation HQ or one of the first ones? And then I can post it along with the new one and do like a comparison. So that's the one thing. Um, also, when can I get my hands on this new podcast studio and start buying new toys for it? There is a question to be asked about this new podcast studio. If we're going to have this meeting live on the air, one of the tweaks that was made between the initial construction of the building and where it is now is they replaced the boiler system mm-hmm. with furnaces. So it ended up that there's like a lot more furnace shit on every floor. And I'm worried that the room right now on the second floor, that's currently the Me studio. Too. I'm worried the ambient noise level is too high. I am. Well, I, that was my, that was one of the first things I actually said when, uh, when I, when I broke in with sales guy, Jared and looked around. So there's a couple options and I have a sound guy coming down. Okay. You can apparently coat the inside of that room with like foam. Yeah. Like we did. downstairs. Makes, yeah. And yeah, no, we have the same issue. We had the same issue at LB. The furnace. Yeah. We shared, yeah. A, we shared a room. We shared a wall with the, with the furnace room. Plus there was like a big vent going through that wasn't yeah. sealed. Yeah. Uh, and then we just kind of, and we, yeah. but we, we sorted through that. So I'm not, I'm, okay. I'm not too, we'll figure it out. Some, some engineering, some engineering. We'll figure it out. Okay. So when you get your hands great. on it, your M track start of the new season. Okay, cool. I think it's gonna be great. I'm excited. I'm it's going to be amazing, man. This yeah. is the shit. Yeah. 109th street. Makasham lost us. All we ever did was go and get coffee. That was all we ever did. We'd come to work. We're like, it's all dusty in here. We should go get some coffee. And we'd come back two hours later and be like, we want to go get some lunch. And I literally remember saying, we should have an office with a cafe in it. We're like, ah, ha, ha. And then we did. <laughs> the thing <laughs> I'm most time we saved. I think I'm most worried about, about nation HQ 5.0 or whatever we decided it is, is having a bakery in it because your boy loves him. Some fresh bread. It's problematic. The Umberville oh, 50. The, uh, before oh, we wrap, it's gonna at least fifty. Before we wrap up this pod, uh, didn't give any love yet to Twig and Berries, who's going to be helping out at the golf tournament. We talked about that uh, a little bit earlier on, or we talked about the golf tournament. And if you want to look fresh in some Twig and Berries gear, if you wear nutsack underwear, you can show it to me at the golf tournament. You please, want everybody at the golf please tournament show to show it to you Tyler. their underwear. Please show Tyler your nutsack underwear. I oh lord, mm, please do it. I immediately regret saying that, but you can. <laughs> and if you want to pick some up, promo code Nation fifteen gets you fifteen percent off at Twigandberries.ca. Great local company. Go support them. All right. And if you're not going to the golf tournament, just email your pictures no. of yourself and your nutsack underwear no. to if Tyler at OilersNation.com. If you don't have nutsack underwear, show him your nutsack and he'll give you some. <laughs> Promo code nutsack. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom, are you all right, here, buddy? What's yeah, going Tom, on over quiet. there? You're in goddamn mute, drinking a Slurpee or whatever you do? He's having spit. I'm just sitting here listening, man. Oh, you interviewed uh, Carolyn one time and now you're just real, Johnny Mysterious. Real great, real great rundown of all the nation HQs. I could totally picture them all in my head. <laughs> all right, you've been to all of them. You have. I was really fluid. Yeah, no, I, that's the thing is, but I was trying to like, I was trying to act as a listener there for a minute and really see if I could follow this. And, I and it made no sense. sense of it. Okay. You couldn't so, make sense of it? One point out was in a was a condo apartment that Zach. No, Langer. I don't think we need to go over it again. I don't <laughs> think two, I remember you. I remember just a big open room. You came to the office on One Hundred Ninth Street. You walked in. You're like, yeah, this is great. Why? And I was like, you don't understand business. Yeah, I <laughs> that's remember your problem. I remember. I remember going to the very the, the house in Bellmead was the first one. I, I I obviously been to your parents' house, but the house in Bellmead. I just remember going in there and seeing a stack of ten weeds that somehow you guys stole off the back of a truck, and we're gonna sell them. <laughs> And then, and then I, I never really went to the condo downtown. Uh, I don't think I'd ever been up there. Um, but then, yes, the first office building I, I saw, then the fountain tire one was hilarious because I walked in there and I went, oh, this tire smells never going to get old, eh? And so, <laughs> we so all had headaches and shit. Of, yeah, we had a headache. Yeah. Ronnie, do you remember when you and I tried to dis- install a TV on the wall at the fountain tire office and we just eventually gave up and leaned it against the wall? Yeah, do you remember carrying oh, yeah. the TV from the Best Buy? Yeah, we did a portage down the road. It was nice. Okay, wait. I didn't fit in your car. I want to circle back times. to something Chalmers said. You guys had a stack of Nintendo Wiis that you tried to flip? We, we did, did flip. flip. 
You did a, a you did a one and done a, with Nintendo Wii's no, in like 2007. No, no. This we, is a good story. We bought them all up in Saskatchewan because we knew they were hot in Alberta. So we bought anyone that was selling them, we were buying them, and then drove them back to uh, to Edmonton and then just put it out there in the universe. We had Wii's and quickly and people were. It was it, it, it was, was right, right before, before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, and yeah. so Holy and we, and and like Wii was gonna be. Um, it was the first real game that you like used hand remotes, like yeah. Yeah, and you yeah. could yeah. physically do. So it was going to become really popular, and they and I mean, it was going to be that like present of the season for Christmas. Yeah, and people. That's were exactly why it. we bought it. And so they came home. Like it's, it's the, the fucking tickle me Elmo of two thousand and one <laughs> or whatever. I was like, you guys need to get a job. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> Gary Vee would we be know. so proud of you. No, no, no. Exactly. That's what I thought. We went, I we went to great lengths. We drove, yes. we were in Moose Jaw. We drove yep. to Regina, which is yep. the opposite direction. Went there <laughs> awesome. <laughs> then went over to Saskatoon, which is now back on the way home. And uh, Got a free Wii for life because we bought enough Wii's that we got one free. You dig? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't buy them understand this and i'm sure you guys have all gone through it in your early to mid 20s you guys you all have those friends you know some of them are like really into like their trade or their career that they're doing some of them are still working like you know uh part-time gigs and going to school and you always have those friends who you never fucking know or understand what they're doing and <laughs> you go over to their house and they've got me's in there and then like the next day they've got a bunch of blackberry touches and you're like are you guys just robbing trucks or like I don't? And, and, Why does and your mind go to crime? Why does your mind go to crime? It's just e-commerce. Because, in, because if you ever watch like a mafia movie, or if you've ever like, what was the last movie I just? Oh, in in Barry, all the mafia things is they just rob trucks and then they have pallets full of goods. Yeah, yeah, and they sell them. And, and so that's exactly like, it. So so you yeah. So us and all of our friends, I'm probably waiting tables at like Joey's, being like. What are these guys even doing? Like, I don't even get it. What is the path? What is the end game here, Spence? But then, yeah, no, it was fucking awesome. I thought it was hilarious because they always had freedom. Can't ever, can't argue with that. Always had freedom. Uh, hey, I want to fucking remind you of when you worked in retail and you were running a bootleg. We won't say. things got really off the rails there for about this is where like the edit will come back in for the pod things got off the rails for about 30 seconds here one long beep there just just government names are being flung about Wanye accused Chalmers of crime, so Chalmers just started yelling everyone's government names to make sure it got edited out (laughs) yeah i don't know why i got looped into it i was just the story that's lateral damage man yeah, <laughs> I could do some damage just by leaving I, it in. I figured it out. I figured out how to get how to get this uh, podcast edited. He's yeah. getting smarter. God, he's like a velociraptor. He's figuring out Jurassic Park. He's yeah, evolving. He's become right. self-aware. Uh, i got i got a meeting with our friend coomzy so i'm going to wrap up uh this week's episode of the pod uh for the people who enjoy nonsense and not hockey talk i had three things written down one of them was a hockey topic and it was the only one we didn't get to so how about that what uh, was it what was it yeah just real quick rapid no 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 No, it's good it's good content it's good content i wanted to have a full conversation i promise i promise a good response hit me no, because I need to wrap this up because I'm going to meet with Coomzy. Also, on Thursday, if you like hockey talk, we are expected to have a former Oiler on the pod. So that should be a ton of fun Ooh, as well. I um, know. And here's the problem. If you like hockey talk, but you don't, you like JR and myself not being here, we will not be here. Oh, really? So it's like just going to be me and this guy? So may as well ask the question. Oh, nice. There bring we go. Caroline on. Yeah, we could bring Caroline on. Let's get oh, she might be on holidays. Uh, I think she is. Her job just starting. She's already on holidays. What a life, man! Yeah, well, she, her, her official start date is until the sixteenth. This is by design. Ah, yeah, never mind then. Yeah, she's right. forgiven. All right, we're gonna wrap this episode up. Shout out to the HGA Group, Twiggingberries.ca. Our friends at Manscaped, where the promo code is real life, gets you twenty percent off and free shipping. And of course, DoorDash, which can keep you fed for a very, very long time. Uh, thanks for listening to episode three hundred five of the Real Life Podcast for Jay Wanye Bag Milk. And Chalmers, I'm Tyler Yermtrek. We'll talk to you again later on in the week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.